Have you noticed how many times we invoke the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? We begin our prayers with an invocation of the persons of the Holy Trinity. We end our prayers with the invocation. And throughout the liturgy, we refer to the three persons of the Godhead. The first, the Father, the second, the Son, the third, the Holy Spirit. And we are accustomed to relating to God under these titles, but we have many more names of God throughout Scripture and in tradition. And I wanted to list them for you. Uh, just so that you hear them. El Shaddai, I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. El Elyon, which is God on high. Adonai, mostly my Lord. And then Adonai Nisi, the Lord my banner. Adonai Ra'a, the shepherd, Lord my shepherd. Adonai Rafa, the Lord, my doctor, my healer. And Adonai Shema, God, my listener. And Adonai Tzikeno, God who makes me righteous. Adonai Me Kedoshkim, which is God, my righteous, uh, or who sanctifies me, rather, makes me, makes me pure. El Olam, God who is everlasting. Elohim, we don't say that in Hebrew, we say Elohim, so that we don't uh, desecrate God's name. El Kana, God who is jealous of me. Isn't that interesting? Adonai Yireh, the Lord who provides. Adonai Shalom, the Lord who puts everything together for me. And Adonai Sabaot, the Lord of my defense. So these are different names of God, and they are personal names. They, they uh, refer to a relationship. Now, when we speak of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we are speaking of roles and relationships as well. How many fathers are here today? How many fathers are here today? All right. So, uh, now, when we speak of a father, that's a rather formal title. Few of us refer to our male parent, our progenitor, in that respect as father. We usually have another name. We either call him dad or pops or daddy, you know, and we have that in our second reading today, the Hebrew-Aramaic word Abba, much more familiar. In fact, my first trip to Israel, I was on an Eged bus, which is just a city bus, you know, and, but the school children use it uh, to go to and from school, and on the first stop of the Eged coming out of Tel Aviv, uh, a bunch of school kids ran off the bus and jumped into their dad's arms yelling, Abba, Abba, Abba! So it's much more 
like daddy than it is father. You know, if we heard a second grader run over to his dad and say, father, 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 we'd say, that kid needs therapy. Uh, It just would be unusual, wouldn't it? Uh, No, it's a much more familiar term. Imagine if in the middle of the Mass we were to pray, Daddy in heaven, holy is your name. It has a different feel to it, doesn't it? A much different, it, it brings something else from us. Daddy in heaven, holy is your name. And then we have the Son, uh, the second person of the Most Holy Trinity. The Son, now, that is a descriptive. It's a description. It's not a name really at all, Son. Now, some of us as fathers may refer to our male children as Son in a formal setting, but usually more when we're, uh, you know, when it's a context of discontent or admonition, son, right? Now, son, all right? So, we usually then, we refer to them by name or kiddo or hey, bud, you know, something much more familiar than that. And, of course, we have the name of the second person of the Most Holy Trinity. And what is that name? Jesus, Yeshua, in Hebrew, Aramaic, Yeshua, and Immanuel, Immanuel. Uh, God, you know, we translate it, but it's a name, Immanuel, Emmanuel. So we have the name. Again, another, a much more personal relation. And then we have the Spirit. Now, the Spirit is the one we have the most difficult time with. Isn't it true? We more often think of the Spirit as a thing, don't we, than a person. Come on, let's be honest about it, right? More like, a, like, a, uh, like the force, right? We think of the Spirit as something, not someone. We know we're supposed to relate to the Holy Spirit as a person, but we have a tough time doing it because we have this Um, unusual designation, the Spirit. Uh, But we have another form of a name, paraclete, parakletos. We have this name. Uh, It's a little more familiar. Paraclete, the one who stands with us, Um, the one who uh, comes to be with us. We also have advocate and comforter, but these are still descriptive, so it's a little harder with the Spirit. Now, not only is, are they persons who we relate to and who relate to us and who relate to each other, uh, but they also have roles, right? They have roles in their relationships. Now, uh, those roles differ and are distinct, and they change, from time to time. The roles and responsibilities of the members of the Godhead, they sometimes interchange with one another. So, how many mothers are here today? How many mothers? Okay. How many mothers here today have had to do father's work? Ooh, 
Ouch. How many fathers here today? How many fathers? How many fathers have had to do some mother's work? Huh? How many? Oh, okay, a little, little more even now, a little more even. Okay, so sometimes our roles and responsibilities, they change, don't they? So I wonder if I could have a volunteer. Could I have, is there a representative here of a blended family with kids at home? Uh, pre, uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, teens or preteens. Is there a blended family here? This, there, there you are. There you are. Would you just stand for a moment? Would you just stand? I just have a question for you. All right. Is life complicated? Thank you. So our roles and our relationships are complicated, and they they switch up. They change out with each other, and it is sometimes complicated. It is most certainly complex, and those relationships uh, certainly have a bearing on our roles and responsibilities and vice versa, and it's true also within the members of the Godhead, and that should not be strange to us because, after all, we are created in the image of God and after His Likeness. So, if our roles and responsibilities are uh, complicated, then and complex, so uh, is true with the relationship in the Godhead. And this is why the Holy Trinity has been so complicated. It took centuries for the Church to work through the identification of the individual persons within the Godhead and their roles and responsibilities. And still today, it's complicated to contemplate and talk about the Most Holy Trinity. If you've got a knock on your door, I'm here from the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses. huh? Still complicated today, uh, all these many centuries after. Uh, So the roles and responsibilities within the Godhead are complicated. Now, we relate to God using masculine pronouns. Uh, and so we tend to think of God as carrying about the roles and responsibilities of a father, perhaps a husband, uh, perhaps a, a male masculine leader, but there are distinctly feminine and maternal uh, aspects and characteristics of God. And that's why I want to come back to this magnificent name which appears in the Old Testament and throughout Jewish literature, El Shaddai. Do you know what El is in El Shaddai? What is El? God. El is God. Elohim, I said we say Elohim so that we don't desecrate it, but El is God. And who can tell me what Shad, Shaddai, what is Shaddai? El Shaddai, who can tell me? You went to Hebrew school, huh? Shad, Shaddai, breasts. Breasts. So El Shaddai is God with breasts. Now, we don't usually refer to male breasts, maybe pecs, but not breasts. So what immediately comes to mind, what comes to mind is the feminine and the maternal. Actually, this is a reference to breastfeeding. Now, All of our kids, 
uh, Eva, put your fingers in your ears. All of our kids were breastfed. Becky always breastfed the, uh, the babies, and uh, that made me a little jealous uh, of the bonding between mom and baby. So I used to tell the kids, I'd say, Mommy has milk, but I have apple juice. <laughs> kind of evens it up a little bit, you know. Get, get a little bit of credit anyway. Uh, so this is a feminine reference to God. And what is it? It's about God's provision of nutrition, of protection, and preservation. Why? Because the ancients knew that breastfeeding was very good for babies. They could observe and see that breastfeeding was good for the health and thriving of the uh, infant child. And so uh, they ascribed, they saw this characteristic in God, and they called him El Shaddai, God with breasts. So you see, the roles and relationships change up and we can approach God with a certain form of prejudice based on our culture and based on our family experience. And based, but the roles and relationships are complex and complicated, and there are different aspects. Now, we have other feminine references to God. For instance, Jesus, our Lord, when he was speaking of uh, God and the people in Jerusalem, he said, oh, how uh, I... Uh, wish to gather you like a mother hen gathers her chicks. Only a mother hen can gather her chicks. And so here's another feminine reference to God's action, God's attitude, God's heart. Uh, and uh, we have several others uh, throughout the Old Testament in particular that refer to God uh, ascribed uh, or rather uh, credited with uh, the role that uh, um, a woman, a mother, uh, a feminine role. Uh, so we have to see these relationships as complex, complicated. They are interchangeable. They share roles and responsibilities just as we do. So it is in the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so we worship one God with all these different attributes and characteristics that we could never exhaust, certainly in a homily, and you never would want me to, uh, but we begin to see how all these different aspects of God are reflected in his relationship to us, our relationship to God, and our relationship with each other.